0: Hey there, it's Pat Miller, the Idea Coach, host of The Pat Miller Show. This show is for small business owners so they can make their business dreams come true. Our slogan is Don't Grow It Alone. And what you're going to hear is a broadcast of our show that's carried in 25 cities around the country. Thanks for tuning into the podcast. Hope you love it. All right, let's go.
1: America's Small Business Conversation
0: is on
1: the air. It's the Pat Miller Show. One hour exclusively for entrepreneurs to work on your business, not in it. It's time to solve problems, capture opportunities, and celebrate your wins. Powered
2: by the Idea Collective small business community.
1: This is the Pat Miller Show. Now your host, Pat Miller, the idea coach.
0: Hello, friends, and welcome into to the Pat Miller Show. This is America's Small Business Conversation. I'm your host, Pat Miller, the Idea Coach. As I sit here today, looking out at beautiful people like you that are on the same mission as I am, we're here to build our dreams and make our small business work. I'm thinking about what are we going to put on the show today? How am I going to inspire you to grow? We're going to talk about branding with a branding expert. We're going to talk about content creation and how AI is making it dead simple and exploding our capability. We're also going to talk about the people that you have around you in 2024 and how I recommend every single small business owner should have a mastermind group in their pocket. But we're going to start today with a little bit of a shift. I, I think we're in a changing of the seasons, not literally fall to winter. Bigger picture than that, because I think something has organically happened in the small business community, and it's a shift from where we were. To understand this shift, we got to go back. We're going into the Wayback Machine, and sadly, we're going back to COVID. Were you a small business owner during COVID? Raise your hand. And some hands are going up because the COVID shutdown spurred a lot of innovation. When people realized, "Uh uh-oh, I got laid off, or people realized, "Uh uh-oh, I don't want to go back. We saw an explosion of entrepreneurialism. Well, we lived through some really crazy stuff during the COVID shutdown. And if you were running your business then, you remember being told, hey, guess what? You can't go back to your store tomorrow. In fact, you got to go home and you can't leave your house. It was something that we had never experienced before. And frankly, nobody knew what to do about it. And every single small business support system shut down. Because when you look around at all the small business support systems that are out there, they pretty much are glorified networking groups. And when you couldn't do networking, no one really knew what to do. So you've got people trapped in their house with an entrepreneurial mind, and you have all of these unbelievable forces pushing down on you saying what you can't do. The perfect recipe for a bunch of big ideas. Here's the challenge. When there are a bunch of big ideas floating around and a bunch of new entrepreneurs or old entrepreneurs that have to find new ways of doing things, everyone got shook up. Imagine a nationwide snow globe that just got shook up. And with everything changing and the snow globe going crazy, everyone in the small business space, tell me if this sounds familiar, we all had to get really clear on our why. We had to get in touch with why in the world am I going through all of this headache, all of this hassle? What are we even doing here? Because to keep going during the COVID pandemic, with all of the changes and challenges that rained down upon us, we really had to know why all of this stuff was important. Who was I trying to serve? Why was I trying to help them? Why is this better than working for someone else? And that's really the big question we had to answer. Because when you work for someone else, they take all the risk. Whether or not it works is up to them. We get a paycheck and we get to sleep a lot better at night because our life is a lot simpler. But when we decided to go out on our own, especially in those conditions, the why became really important. We had to know what was going on. And I think this era of why carried us. It carried us through the pandemic and pretty much halfway through this year. But I think there's been a shift. And I think the era of why, the drive for why is over. And it's over Because all of those businesses that started during the pandemic and all of those entrepreneurs that got through the pandemic, they know their why. And now they're left with, oh, my goodness, is this working or not? Because looking around the small business space, I've seen a whole lot of people that started their business go back to corporate because that was just a better fit for their lifestyle. Because as we've talked about running a small business is lonely and hard. And even with a clear why, you still gotta be able to put food on the table because we eat what we kill. And I think this search for our why has ended. And I think now we're in the era of how. The drive for why is over. We are now in the era of how. Meaning and purpose, and dreams, and relationships, and vibes, none of that pays the bills. It may motivate us to go through a pandemic. It may motivate us to want to have purpose and meaning in our life. But why doesn't pay the bills? How pays the bills? And I think now the small business space as a whole is in the era Of how. It's there because inflation is a real thing. It's there because we have to keep the lights on and we got to grow. How do I hold down expenses with inflation? How do I increase my productivity using AI? How do I build a client acquisition funnel that actually pays me? It doesn't just add people to my email list. How do I make more money and beat back the debt that's been silently growing in the background? And how do I get my family paid? How do I manage my people? How do I build new strategic relationships? How do I increase my top-line revenue? Are these things sounding familiar to you? When you hear people talk about the why, are you finding yourself just kind of nodding and smiling? But when someone talks about the how, you kind of sit up and listen? I find myself doing that, and I think we have graduated because the pandemic, hopefully, is over, and now we are from the why to the how. So today, I ask you, if we are in the era of how, how are you learning what you need to learn? Are you reading? Every entrepreneur should be reading. And don't give me, the I don't have time, because the people that say they don't have time, they're reading their social media. You know you are. So what are you reading? And how are you sharpening your skills? Are you collaborating with other entrepreneurs, or are you just competing? Are you the smartest person in the room? And if you are, you need to get in a better room. Are you challenging yourself to improve your process, figure out your problems, and grow the business? All of those questions come down to you and the decision that you have to make because there is a little bit of patting on the back that happens when you live in the why. You can search for your why for a long time without having to do the real work of the how. But right now, boys and girls, small business is in the era of how. How are we going to make this work? Because we're at the point for many businesses, me included, if we don't figure this out, we're going to have to go back to work for someone else. And I don't know about you, but I'm completely unemployable at this point. There is no chance I could go work for a boss again. Could you? Of course you couldn't. That's why you're an entrepreneur. So if you're feeling me, if you think we have also left the era of why, we're now in the era of how, think about the Idea Collective small business community. Stay tuned in to this show. And start having conversations with other collaborators and folks in the small business space where you can just share your ideas on how to work better. The era of how is upon us. Coming up, we're talking about the value of your brand as a small business owner. What does it mean and how do we grow it? We will find out next on this edition of The Pat Miller Show. Thanks for tuning in.
1: America's small business conversation continues next
3: on The Pat Miller Show. You're an expert in your own field, so why not get paid for it? Hey there, it's Wendy Babcock. My VIP Paid Speaker Program is just the ticket you need to convert your knowledge into real income.
4: No matter what size group you're speaking to, or if you don't have any products, books, or programs to sell, even if you're not a celebrity or a household name. From crafting your talk to finding and booking paid speaking gigs, get it all with Wendy's VIP Paid Speaker Program.
3: Keynote speakers
4: can make anywhere from
3: $2,500 to $7,500 a talk. Together, we'll not only amp up your speaking game, you'll discover the ins and outs of finding and booking those lucrative gigs and get paid every time you step on stage.
4: Right now, get 90 days of full access to the Paid Speaker Vault and a direct line to Wendy, plus a bonus, an immersive three-hour VIP day with Wendy to create your online profiles that event hosts simply can't resist.
3: Don't wait. Sign up now at VIPpaidspeaker.com. VIPpaidspeaker.com
1: now america's small business conversation continues on the pat miller show Welcome back
0: to the Pat Miller Show, America's small business conversation. I'm your host, Pat Miller, founder of the Idea Collective. We're going to use a word in this segment that you've heard a lot. And it's one of those words that you might nod and smile and pretend that you fully understand, but many of us do not. Fortunately, we have an expert to explain it to us. We're going to talk about branding and the value of branding for your small business. Let's welcome in Nydia Morris-Jones, the founding partner and director of strategy for Advant Creative. Nydia, welcome to the Pat Miller Show. How are you today?
2: I am doing so well. I am so delighted to be here. It's great to see you.
0: It's great to see you as well. I want to talk about the value of branding because like I say, I think a lot of us pretend that we know what it's all about. But when you talk about a brand for a small business in the most Simpleton way, how would you explain it?
2: I would say a brand is the basic framework of your business or organization. It is going to say who you are, what you do, why you do it, and how you do it. It is really just distilling down as basically as possible who you are. And then after that, it affects every part of your business from marketing to sales, to everyday business decisions you
0: make. I think that this might be an easy question for you because you're literally an expert in this, but it seems as though people build their business and then worry about the branding. Like, oh, I know how to make ice creams, now let's build a brand. But what you're describing is something that's much more involved in our process, how we think about the business, how we go to market, who we target. Am I hearing that correctly?
2: That is absolutely correct. When you have those basic building blocks, or as we like to call it, a framework, that is how you're going to differentiate yourself from all those other businesses. If you're making that ice cream, we're in the land of dairy. There's so many people making delicious ice cream and and custard. Why are you different? Why are you special? And why are people going to drive those extra few blocks to get to you as to the other place down the street? And again, it all comes down to the brand. And it's not just the logo. It is about how you are interacting with your audience, Who you're choosing your audience to be? Who are you attracting? And what are they getting when they get there? And is it consistent when they get there? Is it a good experience? And this is not just retail, it's not just food, it's service, it's nonprofit. It's always about being authentic and knowing what you're doing, how you're doing it, and why you're doing it. And you should be communicating that in a million different ways if you're branding correctly.
0: I feel like the answer to this question will probably be both. But when you sit down with a small business owner, do you begin with small business owner, what do you believe and why are you on the planet or who needs your service and let's make sure we're talking to them? Like which which is the right way to go, who we are or who we're trying to reach or both?
2: Well, definitely with those small businesses, they tend to be so personal, right? So we really do want to know. Who are you? Why are you doing this? This is a hard life being a small business owner. So what is your drive to get you to do this every single day? So definitely when we're working with small businesses. We really want to know that why, but honestly, we want to know it for the nonprofits too. We want to know what is this mission? What is getting you up, you know, out of bed every day executive director? Why are you doing this every day? That helps us get to who are you talking to? Because if we really understand your base foundation of why you're doing this, then it's naturally going to come out who you're doing it for and who you want to connect with.
0: When we talk about this, it's so all-encompassing. It can seem overwhelming, and I don't have time for all of that. But if I'm hearing and understanding correctly, when this is installed, everything gets easier. You know exactly what you're supposed to be doing, how you're supposed to be saying it, and it takes out a lot of the guesswork when the branding is done well.
2: I'm going to take you along on my proposals and <laughs> you've got it just right. That is correct, sir. What When you've already done this groundwork and, you know, honestly, a lot of small businesses, when they're starting out, they don't have the time, the resources to build that brand outright. But whether they know it or not, they're already building a brand. So we like to kind of come in when they have somewhat of a brand established, whether that's logo and color or packaging, whatever it is. But really, when they have a sense of who they are and who they want to talk to, usually what we find is it's almost like an ill-fitting shirt, like sure, it's covering you, but it's (laughs) not quite fitting, right? And you're not quite comfortable and you don't want to reach for it in the closet if you don't have to. We come in and we say, okay, let's figure out the pieces of this that are uncomfortable and are not serving you well. And let's get those pieces figured out so that this becomes such an easy part of your day and you don't have to think twice about it. It's just like breathing. Because again, the brand is who they are. It's just a matter of how are they communicating that clearly and correctly for people.
0: Even if we don't understand it, is that an intuitive warning sign? This has never come out correctly, or this isn't exactly uh, feeling the way that I want it to. Are those the things we might be going through if we're not living out a brand that's truly authentic to us?
2: Exactly. So we always talk about being cohesive and consistent. And authentic, but you know, cohesive and consistent sound better together. So (laughs) when you are looking at your brand and all the pieces of your brand, whether that's social media, your website, physical marketing materials, your uh, location, your packaging, all of it, no matter what you do, isn't sending the same message. Is it using the same voice? Is it using the same style? You don't need to sound like a robot. You don't need to say the same thing over and over and over again, but you have to say it in the same way and hitting the same consistent point. If you're not consistent, if it's not cohesive, that's when we start feeling a little uncomfortable and misaligned with our brand. And that's what we really want to get in there and solve because after a while, it really becomes an energy drain and a resource drain because now you're spending money and time in places maybe you don't need to be spending that money and time. And so let's figure it out. This branding is not just about looking good. It's a true business decision that affects the engagement people have with your brand.
0: Even for people that think they have it together, when you sit down with them and go through the entire business and their brand, is there a... Consistent spot where you say, yeah, most people get that wrong. That, that's something that very few people get right without professional help. Like a sticky spot that might uh, be overlooked for people that aren't professional professionals in it like me.
2: I would definitely say the consistency on how they talk about themselves and who they are talking to. It's sort of a joke in the industry that everyone's like, well, everybody's my audience. <laughs> no, no, they're not. And so that is definitely one of the big things is is helping people identify who they're talking to and getting that message consistent when they are talking to them. Um, that's sort of the first thing. And then also another thing we have is is design. And that is a lot of what people come to us. They just already know their visuals are kind of out of whack or just they don't have the right files, that kind of stuff, too. But it really is about who they really need to be talking to.
0: Well, it's a thought provoking interview. And hopefully as a small business owner, you're now reflecting on frankly, the homework we have to do. How consistent are we and are we clear? And hopefully that sends us down the road to a better brand to help grow our business. Nydia Morris-Jones, founding partner and director of strategy at Advant Creative. Thanks for coming on the Pat Miller Show. I really appreciate it.
2: Thanks for having me. This was fun.
0: If you have not visited smallbusinesscommunity.com lately, what are you doing? We talked all about how we're in the era of how and how we need to lean on one another so we can learn what we need to grow our business. That's what the Idea Collective small business community is all about. If you're walking through your journey right now and you don't have smart, driven, collaborative, small business owners around you, you're just one click away. You've got the two-week free trial challenge waiting for you right now visit smallbusinesscommunity.com. That is smallbusinesscommunity.com. That's the landing page for the nationwide Idea Collective Small Business Community. We would love to have you check out the community and become a member. We're talking about AI for content creators. That's next on this edition of the Pat Miller Show.
1: America's Small Business Conversation continues next
0: on the Pat Miller Show.
3: Are you a woman who needs to protect and grow your business? Or do you have a secret dream to start one? I bet you do. If you don't have a lawyer on your side, you may be putting your family and personal assets at risk. I know, I know. You might be avoiding lawyers because they seem overwhelming or intimidating. That's why you have to meet the team at Athena Legal Solutions, LLC.com. This all-woman team of talented lawyers are the most approachable, knowledgeable, and friendly team, you'll ever meet. They exist solely to support women business owners who often go without the legal support they truly need. In 2023, they want to help 223 women create a solid legal foundation for their business. The first 100 women who mention this ad will receive over $100 off of their LLC starter package. Visit Athena Legal Solutions LLC.com.
1: Now, America's small business conversation continues on the Pat Miller Show.
0: Welcome back to The Pat Miller Show, America's Small Business Conversation. And on the show, we touch on everything from hiring people to finances to getting the attention of potential customers. And one way you can do that is through content marketing. And one of the most popular ways to do that is through podcasting, creating videos, writing blogs, basically saying what you think and putting it out in front of your potential customers. Well, AI is changing all of that. How you create your content, how you edit it, how you distribute it. And there's so much going on. We need to bring an expert on who can walk us through it. So we've got on the show today, Elsie Flinard the III, the mayor of Podcast Town, here to talk with us about content creation and distribution
5: that's now AI powered. Elsie, great to see you, friend. How are you today? I am fantastic. And anytime uh, the idea coach, Pat Miller calls, I'm, I'm here to serve. So whatever you need, I'm, I'm here for you. Well, I appreciate
0: that. And I know we have a lot of podcasters and YouTubers and bloggers in the audience of the Pat Miller Show. You live in this content creation space every day. And as AI has moved in, what's going on in the space as it relates to content creation?
5: I think the biggest term that, or the, the basic term that I could use is it's almost like the democratization of content creation, right? Whereas before it was in the hands of the mighty few who had the knowledge, who had the skill and had the tools. Now you can hop on online and create just about anything in a fraction of the time. And so it's it's exciting and it's, and it's cool because it empowers more people to be able to create content in a meaningful way.
0: And as AI becomes more popular, and everyone it seems has a new AI tool that they're playing with, I want to simplify it just a little bit. What are the AI tools we need to be paying attention to right now?
5: So we could be here all day, Pat. There's so many. Uh, there's at least 35 that I could probably rattle off off the top of my head. But I have I have four that I think um, if you if you master these four, uh, you'll you'll be on a light years ahead of where you are today. Uh, the first one is Descript, um, and they uh, recently um, actually uh, purchased a Squadcast, and so now you can record your your content, put it over into Descript, um, chop it, and edit it with the with a text editor. It's just a, a fantastic tool. I don't want to rattle on too much about the features, <laughs> uh, but the other one is Jasper. Uh, this one I love because it's it's very intelligent. I could ask it questions. It, Questions. It crawls websites. It can uh, give me feedback on things. It's it's an incredible tool. Uh, My favorite is Cast Magic. I'm a podcaster, and so when I do my podcast, I do my thing. I upload it, and it gives me all the stuff. Right. Again, we could go to all the details, and I'll leave that to you to drive us there. But uh, but that's my third one. Um, The last one is Canva. When I tell you that Canva saves my creator life. It saved my life because now I didn't have to reach out to my graphics person to resize a photo or remove the background or add text. I could just do it myself and it's easy and user friendly. So so those are the four, Descript, Jasper, Cast Magic and Canva. You get those nailed down, you're light years ahead of where you are today.
0: We're talking with LZ the III, the mayor of Podcast Town about AI's impact in content creation and distribution. Let's go tool by tool, And I don't want to know all the things it can do. I want you to walk us through how you use Jasper, say, to do a YouTube video. So you're going to make a YouTube video. Walk us through what Jasper would do to make that process easier.
5: So since my brain is wired for podcasting, I'll just pretend that I'm going to do a podcast. It's a video podcast that we're going to post on YouTube. So I'm interviewing uh, Pat Miller, the Idea Coach. I'm going to go to Jasper. I'm going to say, Jasper... Give me a episode um, template or breakdown structure for Pat Miller, the idea coach. Do it in this format with this many segments. Gear it toward um, small business in the United States based on this website. And it's going to, within seconds, create a, te- a guide for me wow. that will guide our conversation. And uh, of course, I'm not going to just spit that out. I'm going to take it. I'm going to, you know, massage it and make it my own. But in less than two minutes, I have an outline for our episode. And then what I'll do is once we record the episode, I'll take that episode, I'll, I'll throw it in Descript, and Descript is going to break it down for me. It's going to give me um, all of the, uh, the, the edits that I need to make, um, and, and that's done. Then I'll throw it into Cast Magic, and it's going to give me my show notes. It's going to give me my highlights, my keywords. It's going to, um, it'll even write a comic book strip based on my interview with Pat Miller, the idea coach. Um, and then I can go to Canva, create um, a, a graphic, an episode graphic, a YouTube banner, um, and all of the social media graphics that I need for for that episode. Um, and and all of this just with with four tools.
0: Yeah, that's a terrific workflow. So to go back piece by piece with Jasper, it would take the place of a production assistant who would go out and research the article or the subject of the interview, help you think about potential questions, and then you as the host can use your own unique perspective to dial that in. When you mentioned Descript, now what Descript does in the biggest Uh, point of view it's an editing tool but what makes it available to all is if you can edit a word document you can now edit audio when you saw that for the first time did your head explode it was
5: more like an implode (laughs) because (laughs) because my mind it it was just hard for me to wrap my mind around how easy it is now when I first started creating content way way back in the way days right it was not that easy, and now it's just like it's at it's at the tip of your finger, and so yeah, my mind imploded on that one when I figured when I found out what what these tools can do, it was just it's just amazing. Yeah, then let's talk about Canva. Canva is magical because
0: prior to Canva, a lot of the visual editing tools were run by Adobe and other high-end, very expensive pieces of software. Here comes this low-cost tool that's out there to help everyone create content, resize content, swap out logos, have templates. Now AI is all baked inside Canva as well. It's another place where you don't have to have the expertise, but now you have the power. When it comes to content creation, how important is that graphic design, the thumbnails, the, the show logos to get people's attention and get them to listen?
5: Yeah, no, no matter where, where you are um, in business, if you are in business, you are in the business of attention and great, well-produced, well-designed graphics get attention, period. So anything you can do to get attention, maintain attention and, and funnel attention is is um, should be of the uh, utmost priority so to answer your question yes super important because we're all in the business in the game of attention so you want to have graphics that get attention
0: yeah last one we want to talk about make sure everyone knows about is cast magic so the output of cast magic takes all of your hard work as a podcaster and then it gives you the stuff you need to continue to distribute in all the places. So, can you go back over what Cast Magic does? That if you didn't have Cast Magic, you'd either have to do by longhand or you just wouldn't do it all.
5: Mm-hmm. Well, one of the biggest things is, is uh, show notes, and so it, it can go in and it creates uh, show notes. I, again, I don't just take those and, and put them out there. I, I you know, I, I read them, review them, and then I have. You know, my team will go in and, and make it our own. Uh, but show notes. It will do um, the, the uh, guest bio. It'll it'll crank that out. Uh, it will do a, a comic book strip <laughs> if that's what you needed to do. It will um, give you keywords, highlights, um, video clips. Uh, it won't give you the video clips themselves, but it'll give you the timestamps of the the important or the highlights of the episode. Um, and so. It, you can also do a chat similar to like a Jasper where you can create custom prompts you can say for every episode give me a, the the most laughable moment or the lol moment and it'll kick that out for every single episode so um so the 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 features uh, it's, it's and this is endless it's just a matter of what you want the the platform to 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 uh, to yield for you
0: I love what you said at the beginning, that these AI tools are empowering people to have their voice heard. Many think that AI will do the speaking for us, but it sounds like you're firmly in the camp of it will empower and amplify our opinions, outlooks, and journey in a way that wasn't possible before. Am I hearing
5: that right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that there's always going to be a, the, the need for the human element and the human um, uh, side of things. I think, again, what it gives us the the power to do, which is ironic because the more and more advanced we get, we just refill our schedule with other stuff. But <laughs> in my mind, the idea is instead of taking an eight hour day, I could get have the same output in four hours. So now I could spend that time actually doing things that i love to do and not working uh but un- inevitably right what we do is we we save an hour and then we we find some way to, to spend it but i think ai will it, it gives us the opportunity i'll say it that way to take what we're doing now do it faster do it more efficient so that we can live and enjoy life uh, because what's the point of living if you're not living that's the yeah. no point of it right <laughs> Amazing. Now
0: powered with AI, those tools again: Jasper, Descript, Canva, and Cast Magic. LZ Flinnard III, the mayor of Podcast Town. Thank you so much for coming on the Pat Miller Show. I appreciate
5: it. Thank you so much for having me.
1: America's small business conversation continues next
4: on the Pat Miller Show. Developing your business is a journey. So make sure and bring along a trusted sidekick. As your business grows, Sidekick Accounting will be there. Sidekick Accounting's core services help take the confusion out of bookkeeping, tax preparation, and tax planning. Who's going to keep track of all those pesky receipts and invoices? Well, Sidekick Accounting has things covered as you grow your version of business success. So whether your small business is a side hustle or a conduit to freedom and owning your own business in time, get in touch with a trusted Sidekick. Sidekick Accounting. There are expert advisors waiting to hear from you now. Feel free to call or send a text message to 414-310-7689. That's 414 414- You can find them on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram, or visit sidekick-accounting.com. Remember, developing your business is a journey, so bring along a trusted sidekick.
1: Now, America's Small Business Conversation continues on the Pat Miller Show.
0: Welcome back to the Pat Miller Show, America's small business conversation. And what is it? Where's the calendar? Get over here. What are we looking at? Okay, Uh, early November. It's safe to say that we have, what, seven days or maybe ten days left of any of our customers giving a dang about what we do, provided you're not retail. If you're retail, yeah, you've still got your Super Bowl coming up of the holiday season. But if you're in professional services or B2B or anything like that, pretty soon all of our clients are going to have the mental out-of-office email responder on because they're going to be wrapping up their years and, They're going to be worried about the holidays and not you. So you got to do what you got to do in the next two weeks. Like it is super duper focused time to make sure you're with your clients getting what you need so you can end the year strong. With that out of the way, let's turn our attention to 2024. What are you going to do in 2024 that will make it any different than 2023 or 2022? Oh, you got a new idea. Okay, that's fine. Got a new idea. That's cool. Oh, you're going to do this marketing strategy. Great. That's awesome. Whoa, you're going to switch up your pricing. Okay, cool. But what are you going to do to take your small business to a completely different level in 2024? As I think about what the most impactful thing you could do might be, I had someone in my circle use the phrase CEO time. And there's something about that phrase that's just absolutely beautiful. Because if you're a small business owner like me, you're responsible for running the business and building and distributing all the stuff that you sell. And that latter part, the making and selling and moving of the things because we need money to eat food, that takes up the vast majority of our time. And for some of us, it takes up all of our time. There isn't even enough time in the day to do all the making and selling and distributing that has to get done. So we run around and we don't have any of that glorious, precious CEO time. What happens In CEO time, in a CEO time, it really is your chance to put the business down and step back and reflect and to think, okay, where are we right now? Just that question, where are you right now, is so deep and meaningful that if you don't stop to ask it, you're just going to keep on moving down the track, even if it's going in the wrong direction even if it's doing something that's hurting you long-term. If you don't build in CEO time, you could be making mistakes even worse. So by setting down the business and stepping back, you've also heard people say looking up at the horizon or seeing the forest for the trees, basically zooming out. I'm asking you today, when's the last time that you did that? When on your calendar do you do that every week? How important is it to step back and look around? In CEO time, you'll see if you're on the right track. In CEO time, you'll notice that your expenses are creeping up to an unacceptable level. You'll notice that your client renewal rates are going down. You'll notice that you're not growing this sector of the business, and you'll notice this portion of the business isn't as profitable as it used to be, and I need to stop doing it. It's so amazing that we have to run so fast to build a small business, but we don't all, by like law, set aside CEO time. When you're thinking about 2024, If you don't have that time hardwired and protected into your week, I'm challenging you to do it. And here's what's funny. We're on broadcast. Hi, radio listeners. You could be a corporate person and not be your own entrepreneur and still benefit from having CEO time. If you're in the corporate world, do you have two hours a week where you have a cup of coffee and think about where you're headed? You should. Is this job still meaningful to me? Do I like working for this boss? Am I on my path to a bigger and brighter future? It's valuable to everyone in every walk of life. How do you get CEO time that matters? You schedule it and you protect it. Then you have to look through all the different facets of the business, both the revenue And the expense side. On the revenue side, we're talking about do I have enough leads? Do I convert them at a good level? Am I charging enough for my services? Are the people that I'm working with happy? Are they giving me testimonials and referrals? And are they renewing? And there's so many more things that go on that side of the equation, but there's about six or seven big questions that you need to think about every single week i'm not kidding every week and then on the expense side do i need everything that i'm paying for do i have zombie charges showing up on my credit card are my raw materials pricing it it like am i paying more for my raw materials uh do i need all of the services that i have Am I saving enough for my taxes? Am I investing enough? Is my healthcare correct for my people and my own family? And am I taking home enough out of the business to make all of this worth it? Think about that. Think of all those questions that if you're just on the treadmill of doing that you're not stopping to ask yourself. It's so easy to get sucked into the doing that we miss the meaning. So back to 2024, that CEO time, that time when you're going to promise yourself that you're going to think about what you're doing and why. You got to find a way to do that. And one thing that I recommend for people, every single small business owner needs a coach or a mastermind group or both. You hire a coach, you've got someone to ask you thought-provoking questions to supercharge your CEO time. you got a mastermind group, well, you got a group of other entrepreneurs that know what's going on in your business that can challenge you at least once a month. Think about 2024. Think about those CEO times. And if you're interested, the Idea Collective does run mastermind groups. I'm just saying, smallbusinesscommunity.com. That's smallbusinesscommunity.com take a moment this weekend and think about next year and think about your business and where it can go. I appreciate you tuning in to this week's Small Business Conversation. I'm Pat Miller, founder of the Idea Collective. I'll talk to you right here next week.
1: Thanks for listening to The Pat
0: Miller Show.
1: See patmillershow.com for more information on today's guests, events, and the Idea Collective small business community.
0: A worldwide group working
1: together to fight fear, inexperience, and isolation for small business owners everywhere. Join us next week for The Pat Miller Show. And remember, get clear, work hard, and never quit.